Welcome to November Foxtrot, brought to you by virtual hosts, Mike, Lance and Andy. Enjoy show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Not bad. Lance isn't here, the children no. are playing. <laughs> yeah. We're out of control. <laughs> oh, hello everyone. How are you? Hello. How are you doing, Andy? Yeah, alright mate. Long time no see. Yes, yes, we literally yeah. have, haven't seen each other in the last three days, <laughs> three two days. days. <laughs> so, hi, Chris. Hi, Les. Hi, Marky Mark. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Paulus Wales. Hi, Kenny again. Uh, Paulus Wales first. Well done, mate. James C., what was that? <laughs> yeah. I was just playing around on uh, on Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat to clarify, but there was a fun filter was... and I thought it would be amusing. Yeah. Chris, how's your broken finger? Because you still haven't sent us a photo of it, so it... It's not broken. Hi, Matthew. I, <laughs> I don't believe you. How so, you doing, how Andy? Are you? Yeah, I'm alright. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Still recovering? Very tired. You're, uh, you'll notice tonight, by the way, that um, we, we, we were at NAE, or NAF, whatever you're calling it, National Airsoft Event Festival this weekend. Event Festival. Um, the Event Festival. The NAF. <laughs> yeah. Um and we bumped into Empire Airsoft, and he very kindly oh. gave us these awesome T-shirts. Look at my breasts, which we love. Um, so thank you very much, Kenny. It's really appreciative. But, I might have to start wearing some of these multitude of airsoft T-shirts that I have because oh, I keep well, sort of picking them up from various places. I wouldn't know. Every time I get given a polo shirt, it's the wrong one. <sighs> <laughs> so once, <laughs> and oh, the other time where the T-shirt was not given. Over until just yeah. never give Andy anything. <laughs> He's very unappreciative. Um, hi, Kieran. How's the cucumber? Hang on a minute. I paid for it. Yeah. So, no, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, hi, James. Hi, Kenny. Again. Oh, side move. Yeah, mate. Um, Kieran like says, "Evening, lads. Thing. How's the cucumber? Uh, yeah, cucumber oh, is yeah. a brilliant vegetable slash salad." Not really sure what it is. Um, Sasp- it's a... Something. It grows underground? Um, on the ground. No, it grows on the ground. It's not underground. Yeah. Um, so it'd be a vegetable? Yeah. Not sure. It's a really good... Uh, <laughs> I, I personally find it's really beneficial for um, going to some of the Wilson events or airsoft events in general if you need a little bit of roughage and something fresh. Uh, cucumber sense to keep quite well for a couple of days at least. Um Hi, Steve. Hi, Fresh Meat. Hi, Danny. Uh, Chris says, Abdul Ben Fraser had his new circumcision knife with him. Yeah, I got a new knife at the weekend. A little... Um, uh, oh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because no. I've, I bought it specifically for killing Padraig at some point. <laughs> Cucumbers so. are a fruit. They're fruit? Yeah, Google says so. Yeah. They're the worst fruit, then. <laughs> like the worst fruit in the world. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you learn Mark something Mark, new every day. How long day. before you get turned into a meme tonight? Yeah. Well, considering literally, he he turned around to me the f- minute that he unpacked his gear and went, "Look what I've got," and pulled out this massive wrapped cucumber, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> After the recent couple of nicknames and memes that have been made from you, I'm slightly worried now. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few people saying that if you uh, dip a cucumber in sugar, it tastes like watermelon. Um, it does. I have tried that. 
as Paulus Wales says, it's the worst bit of the watermelon. So it's like the outside edge of the watermelon. But it does, it does taste like that. So, right, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, first bit of very important news. Uh, Lance can't be with us tonight. Um, no. It is his. It is Mrs. Punished One's birthday. So happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. The the Mrs. Punished Mrs. One. Pun- Mrs. Punished One. One. Mrs. Of- Punished One. See, that just sounds really bad. That just Hi, sounds Dad. like a dominatrix name, doesn't it? Mrs. Punished Miss, One. Punished One. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was, yeah, Lance, that was not a good idea for us to do yeah. that. Lance We're said, left on alone. Yes, wish her a happy birthday from us. Uh, we've done that and we've made it immediately very weird. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Well done, us. Yes. <laughs> um, Woohoo. Uh, news. What have you bought, Andy? I know you <gasps> bought a couple of things. Only one thing. My new Olight, my pistol. Oh, like strobe. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but yeah, love it. It goes on my Gucci 911 at the back and it matches colour. Mm. And that was it. And now I can only see out of one eye. That's a nice little torch. How much was it, roughly? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, 130 from Kydex Customs. It was, it was very nice to meet and say hello to have a little chat with. Mm. Yeah. I have to say that was probably one of my favourite things about the um, Airsoft Festival was actually just meeting some really cool people. Um, there was one company I wanted to talk about specifically who we literally just met the guy and he was like, oh, I'm starting oh, yeah. up an Airsoft shop. Um, I want to give you a prize for your uh, 100th episode raffle. Yeah, so um, it's Omega Airsoft or Airsoft Omega, um, a guy called Andrew. He has very kindly given us an optic to go in the raffle, so that'll be added up to the website uh, this week. Yeah. So yeah, yet another Literally. prize in the pot. Mm. Just chatting away to him, and he was just like, "Here, take it." So absolute legend. Thank you very much for that as well. Mm. Buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's pay no, day. Donate, donate to charity. Donate to charity, and then we'll give oh. you some tickets. That's how that works. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nearly payday. People are getting paid like today and tomorrow. So, yeah. donate. Please do. Uh, full Please. details on our website, novemberfoxtrot.co.uk forward slash comp 100. So, I got a few things. I bought yeah. a couple of things. So, I have yet again, bit. and Danny will find this amusing, I have yet again lost the mouthpiece for my source hydration. So, I have had to fork out another £17 for this tiny bit of plastic. Which is very frustrating, um, but Andy, you said you've got a little way that you can block the um, uh, quick disconnect system. Yeah, so you just working. put like a little bit of plastic or just a little shiver of wood or something, just anything to stop you from pressing the release button. Mm. But I think I think if it came off that easy, I think the release latch on your hose is probably not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Danny says just glue it in yeah I might have to <laughs> yeah. at some point I'll be, I'll be honest with you it's very frustrating because without this um, the source hydration uh, hose has a um, internal locking mechanism which stops water from coming and out it just um, doesn't work no so I was having to use an allen key to push that mechanism down to try and breathe in as much water as I could but I couldn't get a proper seal around it so <laughs> probably gave myself legionnaire's disease um, so that was fun uh, so yeah it did look if a little you, bit like a Bunaki party, though, because you're sitting there like that. 
Uh, or Danny says the, one that doesn't have a button. There's the meme for everyone. Yeah, for Andy, <laughs> not for me. Not for um, me. You're the one that lost the bit. <laughs> the only thing I would say is uh, as a useful little tip that I find is if there is anything like this, for example, which is quite fundamental um, to a bit of your kit working, it's always worth having spares. Um, I actually had already used the spare, and I was a little bit disappointed that I had not got a second spare with me so i have now bought two of these again so yes fundamental yeah, I, think kit. About, I think i've got about three of those and two or three hoses now hmm. yeah because it's cheaper for some reason to buy the hose and the mouthpiece than just the mouthpiece which yeah. is mental but i mean don't get me wrong source is a brilliant bit of kit um it's just it is just a bit pricey that's all Ed says, uh, Andy, I hear you're selling your tent. Talk to me. Ah, yes. Message me, big boy. I don't know why I said big boy either. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, is, is this yeah. T-shirt? Is these T-shirts? <laughs> oh, Dan. Dan says, when I was in Kenya, I decided to eat an issued flapjack, as you do. Went to have a drink after I'd finished it. Only realised I'd lost my fucking nozzle. Oh, so, shit. I bet you yeah. dry as the uh, grass around you. <laughs> yeah, Ray says you can get a different hose. It doesn't have to be a source one. I completely agree. Um, I but don't know nice. why I did. I just bought another one. To be fair, um, yeah. Marky Mark says I did a review of my Mendel Mindel uh, Desert Fox boots back in July. Damn, things have fallen apart. So I bought another pair today, hoping they last a bit longer. <laughs> so it's a good. That's the thing. I mean, if if yeah. it's kit that you use, then you will be putting it through its paces. Um, just mouthpieces on hydration systems shouldn't just fall off. But I think, to be fair, I've got it in a stupid place on my plate carrier. I think that's possibly one of the other You've got reasons. it quite low down, haven't you? You've yeah, got it where your gun I think rests. it's possibly just catching on my riff. rifle, and that's also not helping on my yeah. riff. Yeah. Um, the other thing I bought, so I went to the Military Odyssey on Monday. Ooh. Uh, highly recommend that. So the War and Peace revival uh, at the Hop Farm in Kent wasn't on this year. Um, I think it got cancelled for some reason. Uh, but the military obviously still went ahead. Not quite as many stalls as the War and Peace revival. Um, uh, there was less vehicles as well. So it was kind of more... I would say there was less vehicles at the military obviously, but the military obviously spans more of history. So, for example, there's Romans and Greeks fighting yeah. uh, in the arenas as well as World War One, World War Two. Um, and I must admit, I was looking at a lot of the World War Two reenactment and I was thinking... Ah, oh, this this is especially after having chatted with Dan all the weekend, um, yeah. and then having him on the podcast the other day. But uh, yeah, it, it's something I'll, I I might be interested. That, in. that was my weekend though, wasn't it? I was like, ooh, they're selling an M1. Ooh, they're selling an M1. <laughs> ooh, <Yep. laughs> so, lit a fire under my uh, reenactment backside again. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely see the itch. I mean, it it to me must be very expensive i think if, if you're going to get into reenactment properly especially sort of airsoft reenactment um i mean you, you, the military obviously I, I kind of made a comment a few times but you're walking around at the amount of money that must have been spent on some mm. of the kit there um yeah it's just phenomenal but it looks good you know it, it's obviously trying to pay homage and, and properly replicate what they the, the soldiers of that time actually wore um so yeah that's yeah, cool yeah. All right, Kieran. Um, this ain't no tent. 
<laughs> Honestly, right. So Andrew was very kind. Um, we went to the uh, National Airsoft Festival. We'll, we'll talk more about that as a bit of a debrief in a second. But we, we went to the festival this weekend. Uh, Andy was very kind to bring the tent, and he said he was bringing a tent. But what I turned up to was basically the Taj Mahal. I've never seen so much tent in one place. I, at one point, I genuinely forgot I was in a tent. Um, it, it, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it has wardrobes. It had wardrobes. It had an annex. <laughs> it had a freaking garage. Like, we, I brought a gazebo thinking that we wouldn't have enough outdoor space. We ended up with like an entire outdoor seating area. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was very kind as well. Uh, friend Matt brought a barbecue. Yeah. Um, Kieran brought a massive bag of the Mill Sim uh, lemon hardball sweets. So we're going to be um, giving those away. Uh, in various packages and stuff like that. Yeah, um, thanks very much. As we go forward, so because I don't think we could give them all the way to one person, we will give someone diabetes. Um, I'm so pretty yeah. sure you did that over the weekend, though. Oh, we did. We took our th- three kilogram bag of lollies, and I've come back with a kilogram and a half. So. <laughs> yeah, lollies, lollies don't get. Um, well, I, and I probably gave most of them to Dan, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it was and good. Chris at was Vortex. Good. Yes. Yeah, Chris yeah. got quite a few. Um, so yeah, uh, what was I going to mention? Oh yeah, so the military Odyssey. There was a reason to that really random yeah. ramble. Um, I ended up buying three US MRIs. Um, I've opened these now to go and go through what the various contents are. But um, I've got an Italian sausage with peppers and onions in marinara sauce. I've got a pork patty, and I got a shredded beef in barbecue yeah. sauce. The menu um, I haven't had those three particular ones before, so I was quite interested to try those. Um, only thing is with menu 17 just to warn you is that when you cook the patty in the bag don't open it the way that they say to open it cut a bit off and pour some of the liquid out because when you do that every one that i've had just seems to explode and put maple syrup yeah maple syrup pork (laughs) (laughs) juices all over your kit and everything Mm. you just kind of go well, that's me for the weekend. So. Yeah. I particularly enjoyed the little sachet of table sauce, um, which is like a uh, it's like a, a sweet syrup, isn't it? It's not yeah. quite maple syrup. It's like the cheaper equivalent. Um, but yeah, I've I've not tried those three particular ones. I have had the the pizza one before. Um, you managed to get hold of that. Mm. And they're all like twenty five quid now. The pizza. Well, ones. that's the thing. They were ten pound a pack. Yeah. Um, that I managed to get those for. And you can also, I found a website where you can buy the full uh, box A, which is 12, it's the first 12 um, menus for £150, uh, which I think works out about £12.50 a yeah. MRE, if anyone's interested. But I must say, the the MREs, I think if you compare the MREs from the US to the UK kind of 24-hour ration pack, you definitely get more more for your money in terms of um, you know, if you're if if you're an airsofter or a milsimmer and you want to, you know, get that full immersive experience, um, and you decide to go down sort of the MRE route. I think you probably get more for your money um, with the UK ration packs. Um, yeah, I I prefer the US ones just because they're more comfort foody. I feel. Mm. I feel the British. I feel the British ones. I like the British British ones. Not all of them. Some of them are really diabolical but some of them are actually really really nice but i find the us ones they're a bit more comforty so you get like yeah and everything's just like got e numbers in it 
Yeah. So, <laughs> like, after lunch, you're just running around like a lunatic. Let's go! Yeah, just, just, I'm going to be a petulant child for yeah. the next three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, they're good. They're good. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting just doing a comparison between them. Um, I'll probably put some pictures up, actually, of these particular three uh, onto Instagram. Um, the only thing I have taken out of the pack is the grape juice. Uh, so it's like a grape isotonic flavoured drink. Yeah. Um, which it's like, it's nah. like Kool-Aid, isn't it? Yeah, I've had grape-flavoured yeah, stuff grape in the past. Ones. It's not a fan. Americans um, can't do grape. No. At all. So, yeah. So that was my interesting purchases. Um, should we talk about mm. NAE, NAF? Yeah. There were some highs, there were some lows. There was, there was, yeah. Well, there was a lot of lows for me. Sat there. There was... <laughs> I sort of... Right, well, let, let's just let's just set the scene. So, obviously, um, we we both went to the event. Uh, Andy purchased a non-playing ticket, and I purchased a playing ticket. So, if we, Andy, if you if you go through your lows from the non-playing ticket perspective, and then I'll go through my lows from the playing ticket perspective, and then we can end on the high. Um. Well, we'll do the low. We'll do the. Should we should we talk about the toilets? First. Let's talk about the toilets. The toilets were terrible. Uh, well, yeah, I've been to festivals and things with three times as many people, and the toilets have been kept in better order than that. I've never. But on the Saturday, I was walking around for forty-five minutes to try and find a toilet that you could go into, and then I bumped into that bloke with his nine-year-old girl, and uh, this poor nine-year-old was just in tears because she they couldn't find a toilet so um we both had a little discussion about it and we decided that we'd jump in a in a car and drive down to the local services which is not not a good good sign in my opinion i think toiletries uh should uh be your priority if you hold an event like that but yeah, I I I'd, I'd I'd shit most places, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I'd I'd dig a hole and take a shit, but when you've literally got mountains of shit, so you can't even sit on the toilet seat. Yeah, I mean, it was basically was... some of the toilets were like a proper poo lasagna. Um, you ended up with like layers of crap and then toilet paper and then crap and toilet paper, and it was just horrendous. Um, you know, I mean, it's not been like that previously, so no. I don't know what what was different this year. There might have been a lot more people. Um, I swear I've been to NAE, or I keep calling it NAE because that was what I was originally introduced to it as. I think it is oh, NAE. I think it is NAE. No, I think it's NAE, isn't it? Well, it's either the National Airsoft Event or the National Airsoft Festival, so whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have been to it before, I swear, and there's been more people there, but it felt this year like it was absolutely rammed. Um, I mean, the camping, for example, I've never seen the camping quite so busy. So whether more people were camping than normal, or I don't know, but it it was definitely yeah, noticeable was in not... the toilets. Yeah, well, considering I got there at what half nine, and mm. I basically had to park all the way up at the back of the field as well, because there was just no room, probably for the first what ten minute walk. Mm. Which is and... to be fair, you know. I mean, again, it's yeah, people I, got there I, early quite regularly. Stuff have to you know there's, there's quite a long walk through the campsite unless you get there super early but this this year was just it just felt busier and i don't know why that was um whether it actually was numbers um 
or the like. I'm not sure, but the, the nah. toilets, the toilets were diabolical. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What was, else, Andy? It's a bit of a shock. <laughs> what oh. else didn't you enjoy with your ticket? <laughs> well, so <laughs> so I obviously hurt my back because uh, obviously I missed the show before because I was lying on the floor, and um, so I went for a camping ticket. I changed it over and everything and was just like, right, fine, we'll just have a nice resting weekend. So, paid me 40 quid. All right, all good. Turned up. Got a wristband. That was it. Or, there was probably, what, 200 people? Families and stuff all camping out there. Didn't pay the 40 quid. And you saw them in the shop and stuff. And that was... To me, if you're going to pay and be a willing participant to pay the money, then you should be entered into stuff. Like, why? That's my opinion, anyway. Like, basically, I could have turned up for free and sat in the tent, which is what I did anyway. Mm. Um, I just think forty quid seems a bit, bit much for nothing, really. When other people well, were paying I mean, anything, you, and you weren't allowed to do a lot of the various bits and pieces obviously the raffle and thing you weren't included in that yeah um, I wasn't allowed in the CQB area um, I got frowned at when I walked into the shooting range to test that new this new pistol they were like oh you're not playing I'm like no 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 I just want to test my new pistol that I bought oh well we need to tag it and I was like but I'm not playing oh well Where's your blue arm brand? I'm not playing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, how much more? How many times do I need to say it? Yeah. And I need a shit. So stop talking. <laughs> like, was, uh, yeah, so from a from a camping point of view, I would say it's totally not worth it, in my opinion. Um, although the beer is cheap, which is what I, I was mainly looking forward to I think what mm. was it three four pound a pint yeah which is still cheaper than what I was it's almost like Weatherspoon's prices isn't it like yeah. it, it really wasn't too bad no I thought um, it was pretty good for so yeah other see than, from a player perspective I have a lot less complaints I, I enjoyed myself um, I thought the gameplay was the usual chaotic mix of um, skirmish Basically, for for those that have ever played sort of these big events, I mean AI five hundred is very similar. You end up with a lot of choke points. You've got a lot of players. Yeah. Um, you've got a lot of players with different levels of experience. Um, I actually spent a bit of time having a chat with Ed um, about this because you've got players that have absolutely no idea of the range of their rifles, um, so they're just rocking up next to you and just blapping BBs at the enemy. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> they are just falling short there is no point in them firing and all they've done is just announce your position um, which is very frustrating uh, I think for a <laughs> sorry Rage just says £4 a pint is cheap you southerners have too much money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think from the from perspective of a, a sort of a regular kind of milsim player um, you don't like just running in getting shot and running out again It's you kind of not expect a slower game, but I think you kind of approach it in a slightly different way. Um, I found it very kind of speed, uh, speed softy, um, which is fine. And, you know, it, it's horses for courses. And there was a few kind of good engagements that I had uh, met up with a few very random people that I'd, I would never have sort of 
um, bumped in or otherwise, and we had some little, little uh, bits and pieces that we did together. So, you know, like outflanking the enemy and stuff, which was cool. Um, but it is, yeah, it, it is a very mixed range of people that you get there. Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, you know, the airsoft's a bit hit or miss, but it was really, really good to meet all the people there. Um, sort of got the opportunity to say to, to catch up with some of the people that have been on the podcast. So um, Kenny yeah, was there. Hand and stuff. Uh, yeah, actually just a bit of touchy-touchy. <laughs> there was a lot of touchy-touchy. Um, there was a lot of touchy-touchy. <laughs> um, giving out some sweets, meeting new people and stuff like that. You know, there, there's a few um, people that I'm hoping... Uh, we might be able to get on in the future onto the show. Um, there's another bits and pieces as well. We've got sort of planned from that. So I think from that perspective, it was really good. Um, what we're going to do next year is we're actually going to suggest a November Foxtrot team. Um, so if anyone's interested, we will put details up before the event itself. I need to be on a register. How mean? Um, yes. we'll, we'll put some details up um, <laughs> before before obviously the event and, and the, the booking opens. Um, and we're going to try to sort of get everyone there, if you're interested in coming, to kind of come under the November uh, Foxtrot umbrella. Um, so we'll probably get some T-shirts and bits and pieces made, probably very similar to these, actually. Yeah. Um, these are quite comfy, actually. Basically use it as a bit of a social. So you don't have to play if you don't want to. Um, I would suggest that you probably... Um, don't would... pay the 40 quid. I'd probably suggest don't pay the 40 <laughs> quid. Um but you know, I mean, in terms of in terms of the money that I think you pay, I think it's a hundred pounds for the weekend. Um, so you can get night. down there. I think Is some people night, were yeah. there on the Thursday night. Um, but I mean, it, it it goes pretty much from the Friday morning through to the Sunday. Uh, it's sort of two games of two days of gameplay. There's a raffle. There's a bar. Um, I think the plan, if we do get enough people down, is we'll have a big barbecue on the Friday night. Um, you know, a good social opportunity. So, hmm. if anyone's interested, um, keep your ear to the ground. We'll, we'll make a point of sorting that out for next year. Um, I thought it'd just be cool to go. It's an opportunity that we can have a bit of a social and get everyone together because I know a lot of people go. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, we can sort that out and we can all go together and all be friends. Yay! Yay! So, um, yeah, cool. Um, anything else we want to bring up about NA and F? Um,. No, I, th- I thought overall it was quite relaxed. I didn't hear any grumblings in regards to gameplay, which I have done in no. previous years. Everyone that I've spoke to that I know that went has said actually it was it was pretty good. Um, you got what three thousand players. Of course, there's going to be a couple of cheats there, isn't there? So you can't. Heads off, friends. Heads off, friends. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll never you'll never get rid of that. Like. 3,000 people, you're going to get some. Um, mm. But no one seems to really complain or anything. Yeah, as I said, the main issue that everyone was moaning around was the toilets. Yeah. Um, Which again, good. you know, I mean, in all honesty, if enough of us decide to go, um, but you can also rent a private toilet, so we could rent yeah, a little water cabin um, for our team specifically. Uh, Kane says, which team did you play on? We played Bravo. Um a because it's orange, and B because I've only ever gone on Bravo, and I am a sucker for not ever changing. <laughs> I've only yeah. ever had the same subway. I think, <laughs> albeit bar one one trip to Subway, I always have the meatball marinara. Um, don't so like yeah, I'm, I'm not really good with change. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like changed. Yeah, uh, Kane says others boo. <laughs> I think we should go others next time. I think. 
Uh, to be honest with you, I don't really care what everyone wants to go on. It'll be cool if we're all on the same team because we can actually kind of do a little bit of uh, teamwork and stuff in in game. But um, yeah, Ed says uh, go for the social side. Airsoft is always going to be shit. Andy and I, I actually went to the loo in the forest next to the camp. Sue me. Oh, Andy, I went actually went to the loo in the forest next to the camp. I thought oh, it said Andy right, and yeah. I. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was another thing when. Um, um, Hi Kenny. I, I think it was James from Defiant. Kept saying that I was touching people in portaloos, and I was like, "Where did this? Where did this come from?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Although I did put loads of stickers in the toilet." <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Loads of flyers. Made it creepy. It did make it Empire. creepy. <laughs> Empire says, "Great to see you two lovely men at the end of the weekend. It was awesome to see you as well, bud." Look. Yeah. Oh. Proudly, proudly, proudly branding wearing. our t-shirts. <laughs> um, right. Should we do some? General Q&A. If anyone wants to throw a question in the chat, please feel free to do so. It's always good if you guys can um, throw some weird and wonderfuls in there. Yeah, uh, if you could just start the um, question with a Q, it just makes it easier for me to find it. Um, we're going to start off tonight with a question that we received from... If I can find it quick enough. Uh, Jack Holton. So... Jack was actually at NAE this weekend as well. Uh, so, uh, HPA at Mill Sims. I have a tip from an N4, which is heavy blowback and is very loud to shoot. Realistic rate of fire and no speed softy features running low cap mags. The question is, does anyone have experience with HPA at Mill Sims? Are they more hassle than they're worth? And if you get bumped from the harbour area, etc. So, I'm personally not a fan of line and bottle. I've tried it two or three times i've tried it on a pistol i've tried it on an mg and i've tried it on a uh, mp7 and for me because i tend to throw the gun or riff around a lot i find that i end up just getting myself all tied up even if i've tried like proper cable management and things like that i end up just getting myself in a big knot um and I find that having a bottle takes up room that you can use for other things. Especially if you're running it, say, on a, a, an LMG, if you're out on a patrol, you've lost the whole section of HPA bottle, which you could have water or pyro or food. You've taken a whole section of your pack away. But then again, once you get used to it, I suppose, I can't really... I can't really comment. Like, personally, from my point of view, I don't... I don't enjoy running a HPA. Like they're cracking bits of kit, but I I, I would personally run a HPA system on top of a uh, a vehicle because then I could just run it on a scuba tank or. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. I think I think the HPA LMGs. I know obviously we've spoken about those before. Obviously running through mm -hmm. gas like an absolute mother, but if that's on a vehicle, that's not going to be as much of a problem. No. Um, and I can definitely see that being a major advantage. Now, uh, I, I personally have never run a HPA system. I have seen them, and some of them are super quiet. Um, and I know you can get the... Is it the Mancraft kits? The, the Wraith CO2 systems and the like in there as well? Oh, yeah, um, so you put the CO2 Some of those bolt. get down proper quiet, especially on the bolt-action yeah. rifles and things. Um, so I don't see a major problem with it. The only thing I would say is that... Uh, I have witnessed, both funnily enough, at this weekend as well as previous uh, actual Milsim events, a number of people having major problems with the HPA system. Either the line going, 
um, in which case you're just running around with a as it all goes all over the place. Um, or, you know, you're, you're not getting sort of enough gas pressure or there's some issue with the tank. Um, and I've probably seen more issues like that, which are harder to repair in field than I've seen with, for example, a dead AEG battery. Um, you know, people generally have a lot more batteries available. Um, you can go, oh, have you got a spare battery? Yeah, sure, mate. You can borrow mine. Um, hi, Philip. Morning, Ofos. Um, Wal- Wolverine Wraith. Sorry, sorry, Empire. <laughs> Call me an amateur. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so at least I knew vaguely what I was talking about. Um, yeah, so I've, I've seen a few issues like that, um, which I know kind of scupper a player's ability to play more um, than, I say, with an AEG or a gas oh, yeah. blowback or something like that. Even in Ash, Pegasus. Ah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, if there's a few comments in here about it. So, uh, Pegasus says, most Milsim will get you to hide the line down your sleeve or yeah. in a sling. Um, Empire says, I use HP8 Milsim, both CO2 and line. Line was a bit of a pain, kept forgetting it was attached, but it was okay. Um, Ray says, why would you go to a Milsim as a Ghostbuster? <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, with the, uh, the the cable attached or the the, the, yeah. um, the tube attached, obviously, is. is it's not as ideal because obviously you know you you are somewhat limited in where where you can put your rifle and take it off etc. Um, I mean, there's been a few times where you sort of I've seen people kind of undertake um, going in through slightly more obscure routes to buildings uh, through sort of windows and bits and pieces like that, which is obviously harder to do if your gun is actually attached to you. Um, you know, you might want to pass it to another player above you. Obviously, if you're having to disconnect it before you can do that, that obviously slows you down slightly um but i don't i don't see you know i don't see it being a major hindrance um i think it depends on your role maybe as well yeah um like some of the some of the weapons that we've seen especially um that octo event that um guy that was running that uh ak that he he dmr'd it or something didn't he yeah that that thing was whisper quiet Mm. do you know what i mean that's I mean, yeah, stealth, that's stealth. an advantage in itself. Yeah. But then again, you know, he's, I mean, he's getting mean, himself tied up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, a, you know, in, in terms of... Some people like going loud. I mean, I know, um, I think the Daytona kits are pretty noisy. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, you know, some people like going quiet, but yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a major issue. Um, Morning, Phil. I've certainly, I'll tell you what, I've certainly never seen anyone... Going, oh, HPA users. I think you see that a lot more in Speed QB. It's it's Speed Speed. Soft and Speed QB. Um, Speed QB. (laughs) um, And that sort of thing. Because you see the people with the ridiculous trigger response, don't you? And like the um, mag dumping and the just ridiculous amount of ammo. And they'll just, you know, playing it like a... Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know, I think that's probably one of the bigger problems with it. You know, if, if you've got the limited ammo capacity, I don't see it being much difference. Um, no, I think basically you play it how you enjoy it. At the end of the day, mm. I think I think if you if you play HPA, then you're used to running it. Um, give it a go. Like you'll you'll soon find out if it's a hindrance to how you play. Mm. I think um, for me, it was a massive hindrance. Um, so I choose not to do it anymore. And. But there's there's guys out there that have been playing with HPA for 
decades, well not decades, but long enough that they're used to it and they know what they need to do. So I suppose if that's your play style, go for it, give it a go. There's no harm in it. Mm. Um, Frontline says, all this time and I only just noticed I can put myself in as Frontline. I welcome HPA at Milsims as long as you sort out your own admin. HPA works best on vehicle platforms for us. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know how you'd hide a bottle on. I suppose you'd. I suppose you could on the US kit. You could run it in a haversack, which is a backpack. Um, German, I'm not too sure about. I suppose you could run. Didn't it. they have the? Um... The uh, gas, like the cans, the gas mask. yeah, gas mask. Kind of sat sat on their backs, or the, yeah, or the gas belts. mask can. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you could use that. Yeah, that look. Yeah, that'd hide it pretty well, I think. Yeah, so there are ways of hiding it. Hmm. Uh, that follows on with Kenny. Kenny says, "Would you play at a gas blowback only event?" Yes, I definitely would. And I know Pegasus will jump in any second now and be like, that's all he runs. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, the photo that he set up and that he tagged us in is actually quite a nice little photo. Um, yeah, uh, 100%, as soon as GHK pull their fingers out and get the AKM back in the UK, I will run an entire event as a, uh, as Gaspo back. Um, yeah. Mm. So yes, <laughs> I mean, personally, my my gas blowback capability is pretty much SMGs. Um, I am actually just selling my um, gas blowback rifle, so um, I tend to prefer it personally for kind of more uh, CQB style mm. engagements. Um, but yes, I'd still go to an event. Just just gas blowback only. It would just be cool. Yeah. Um, but I think the I think the the AKs and the TM uh, MWS. Yes, yeah, he told you. <laughs> Pegasus's um, gas life. <laughs> yeah, they they just sound awesome. Like the effects, I think, spot on. So yeah, a hundred percent, I'd run a whole unless it's like you wouldn't run a gas if it's forty degrees or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Pegasus would be a good one to answer that. Like, I'm not even sure. Like, I know they are affected by heat, obviously, um, and temperature. But when we had like the really hot, hot weather, did that affect your weapon at all, uh, Ash at all, or don't know? Yeah, it'd be a good learning curve. Mm. Plus, you don't want to carry as many mags as well because they weigh a ton. The gas ones, don't they? Mm. So it's a little bit more realistic, I think, in regards to how you what you would carry with you. But then, to the I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be an interesting comparison. Do the gas blowback mags weigh more towards what the real steel mags would weigh? I think they're heavier than the real steel. Well, I, unloaded they'd be heavier, but loaded yeah. they'd probably be roughly about the same. I would have thought. Hmm. Well, while um, I'm like hoping Pegasus science. might, I'm hoping Pegasus might jump in. But um, while while he's potentially doing, it, Ed says I can't wait to turn up with my gas drum mag on my AAP at this event. So yeah, that would just be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Anyway. I'll tell you what, let's um let's jump on it. I, I don't know if Pegasus is gonna add the message or not, so Oh he, he will do. Well you can always come back. I'm sure he'll uh, it. Pegasus did say how much did you have to pay Captain Vortex for that picture? Um yes. Lots of uh, Chris, lollies. Chris is a lovely guy. <laughs> um and he was talking I think Edge, uh, Edge iPro, he obviously um helpfully gave us a load of Edge iPro for the raffle, um oh, yeah. as well as a Vortex site. Um yeah. so Huge friend to the show and really appreciate his support on that one. So, um, Pegasus said, yeah. uh, I had to manage my FPS adjusting end pass during the day. Any skirmish I was at with Chrono, I'd double uh, a couple of times during the day, and personally, I'll fall back to a pistol if I was sub five to ten meters to be safe. No, yeah. So, so, so you do change your game style once I'm guessing mm. one, especially if that's the only system that you're running. It's like LMG, like uh, an LMG. Like I I get I know when I should change over to my pistol, so I'm not lighting someone up at 370 FPS or whatever. Sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I Why would you be on 370? That's a bit high, isn't it? No, a lot of sites allow um, LMGs to have a higher FPS. Yeah, I've not come across that. Yeah, there's, there's a, you still have to have MED. Yeah. But 370 is technically the legal limit, but a lot of sites just mm. run it as 350. Yeah, it just gives you that little bit yeah. of flexibility, doesn't it? Um, okay, cool. Uh, Philip says, "Yeah, Philip says we get HPA users at skirmish days, and the difference in performance when you're carrying an AEG and you're up against someone with HPA can make it more challenging. But range and mag capacity is a good leveler. Being able to let off 40 rounds per second is good until you get shot because you have to change mag every two minutes." Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pegasus doesn't. says. They are the good sites. It allows LMGs to have an advantage. Yeah, I've not come across that. That's an interesting one. Mm. Um, so, cool. Oh. Uh, right, there's another question. Alien World Airsoft. Good evening. Uh, another question head. we had. Uh, well, oh, Matthew yeah, said, I think that would be good to do something other than a skirmish day for the first time with you lads. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If anyone's interested, come down to NAE with us. I think I think that'd be cool. It'd just be nice to have like a proper relax. Chill out, bit of airsoft, bit of food. The Giros or Giros, however you pronounce it, oh, it's banging. Oh, yeah, I got to admit that was quite impressive. And those pizzas, <laughs> those pizzas were quite special. Yeah. Uh, right, Paulus Wales says, What is your one die in a ditch no go in Milsim? High caps, full face mask, etc. High caps. A, a lot of Milsims don't allow high caps, though, do they? No, they don't. And then, and then, someone turns up, and I was very disgusted by his. At least it wasn't one of the pull string ones. I was at a <laughs> national airsoft <laughs> festival. <laughs> I had a high cap. I didn't even use that rifle all weekend. So <laughs> no, you, you didn't. <laughs> you can't moan at me. Um, I think for me, it's an attitude. Personally, I think an attitude where you're better than someone else. Now, that's not to say that you can't be better than someone else. Um, I know that there's, uh, like the heresy group, for example, it is that the elitist lives matter. And, and let's be honest with you, some of the heresy group, I say some of the heresy group, the heresy group are generally better than probably most players, I would say. Uh, they, I would say they're quite high up in terms of, you know, the, their capability, um, the kit they've got, you know, their attitude, the way they approach stuff, you know, is, is quite high level. Um, I don't agree with everything that they come out with, but you know, 
fundamentally, I would say that they're sort of quite high up there. I think for me, though, it's the people that look down on other players because they're not like that. Um, there's ways and means of going about it. You can obviously help sort of teach people. Um, you know, if, if someone's doing something ridiculously unsafe, by all means, point it out. Um, but it's a, it's just because you might be superior to them in some way, you don't have to be a dick about it, yeah. basically. Um, the thing for me is sort of the opposite of that is people not wanting to try Milsim because they think that people are going to pick their kit apart. Mm. I've never been to a Milsim where I've heard someone go, you can't play because, or why are you playing your kit shit? And it's, I don't understand where this mindset of elitism for Milsim has come along from. Because I've, I've personally never experienced it. And then you tell people that you do Milsim and, and they instantly tarnish you with the brush of, oh, you do Milsim, you must be elite, you must have all Gucci gear. It's like, mm, well, no, not really. Mm. Well, yeah, I do, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't. But I don't rub but it. I'm into, not going to brag about yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to rub it into people's faces and say, "Well, why are you here? You're wearing a, I don't know, a Condor mm. or an eBay plate carrier." Like, come along, enjoy it. I don't yeah. give a. And that's the thing that, uh, and is. A die in a ditch thing for me is when people say, when you say, "Oh, I, I mainly do meal sims," and they kind of go, "Ooh, oh, you're one of mm. them," and you kind of go, "No, <laughs> I'm really not," <laughs> and I've never seen it at all. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I've seen, I've seen some people take a, a slightly holier than thou attitude, um, and I just, I just don't have the time for those sorts of people. To be honest with you, like at the end of the day. We're, we're playing a game. We're trying to have fun. Don't get me wrong. There are things that I I learn from events. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't claim myself to be in any way elitist. I mean, if you look at me, I could hardly run 100 metres without getting out of breath. So I'm definitely not in any way an elitist. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, ultimately, I think it's just I, I just get pissed off with people with poor attitude. Mm. Um, so. And it's, it's also, I guess, with the attitude aspect, it's not just about being shitty to other players it's shitty to the event organizers as well so for example you know say you're at an event that's got a stag duty well what puts you above everyone else for doing stag you know you're at that event that's part of that event yeah you know and if you don't do it the enemy get into the base and everyone gets pissed off because they've all been shot in the head so <laughs> uh, yeah Mike's ex pie finders. Yeah, oh. thanks, Kenny. Oh, look, look, look who's joined. Puff up your chest. Oh, Puff up your chest. One. Oh, oh, Lance. Oh. Hello, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kieran says we need to be welcoming to the future of the sport. Exactly. So, exactly that. So, cool. Uh, what's next? Uh, I think we had, we had a Danny says. On the sheet. Ah, sorry. Danny no, says, no, what's sorry. your next event? Ooh. What's your next event, Andy? What, playing? I think mine's uh, the SEO one coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's my next one as well. Actually, no, when is that? 
October, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my next one. Um, I am hoping to make an appearance at the Defiant one, but I won't be playing. Um, just because I can't. I, I've, oh, I've yeah, got we're... too much other stuff on at the moment, unfortunately. When is that Defiant um, one? November. I've lost all the dates. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm planning to play the SEO one, and then I'm planning to be at the um, uh, Defiant event as a non-player oh, player. <laughs> Lance's got a t-shirt as well. He's just sent us a picture. Has he? Ah, uh, little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh, we thought we were going to get you. Yeah, we thought we were going to get one before him. <laughs> so, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's that's probably our next event. Um, I'm probably quite limited for the rest of the year now in terms of what I can do. Um, there you go. Look at that. That's t-shirt it's chat. Lovely specimen of a man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, what we got next? Um... So we still got a couple on that left over from. No, if you got one, ago, throw, it, throw it in. Um, so this was from. Uh, Tony. Ah, sorry, sorry. Just quickly, Defiant yeah, is the uh, October twenty first, twenty third. Um, so there you go. Oh yeah. Not November. October. No. Um, so we got one from Tony P. Uh, what advice would you give to a player who wants to run a DMR at Milsims? Or maybe we should leave that one that does DMR in. Advice. Maybe we should maybe we should get Lance to answer that one. Lance. <laughs> yeah, Lance, just type out a response. <laughs> um, what advice? I'd say just make sure that your kit's kit's good. You you're used to your. You're not going to spam the trigger, so you're not going to overfire. Um, a lot of sites now say that DMRs um, should wait until the first round hits before you let off the other one just so you're not spamming at what 430 i think they're allowed aren't they at most events now mm. 450 so you're not spamming someone off half a, half a mile away <laughs> airsoft half a mile um and get get used to moving um more at the rear i would say of a section like they wouldn't put you up front i wouldn't have thought because you need the people with a shorter range at the front and you get called up if you need to take long shots because mm. if you get engaged you need to be at the back because you can fire over people and still get the range um i think it's more tactics than everything else your kit probably wouldn't change that much as a dmr user um you're not so we have I would, I would suggest you definitely need a radio yeah i think if if you've got um a DMR with sort of decent optics. The same for snipers, I guess. Um, you know, a lot of those roles are probably going to be more recon. Mm -hmm. um, you've obviously got more capability to see what's ahead. Um, you might be sent off in a sort of a smaller section to go do a bit of a recon or an overwatch kind of role. Um, and if you don't have comms with the rest of your team, that's going to be a bit naff because, you know, you're, you're basically acting as their eyes in some situations. And if yeah, you can't tell them that there's something coming, then that's not going to be much good. Yeah, you'd be pretty much pointless if you can't communicate anything. Mm. 
Also, as well, I don't think you'd really need any, like, you, you could probably look into getting, say, like a half, like a ghillie hood or ghillie cape or something, because um, you have got the range that you can set up. But I think as a DMR, normally you'd be attached as a, uh, attached to a normal section. Sorry, guys. I've just been shouting out in the chat by calling it a recon. It's a recce. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely a recon in my mind that's that's never going to change i'm sorry (laughs) he's watched too many american movies no it's my american (laughs) heritage i can't help it big up all those canadians (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, dear uh punish one mr lance says make sure it's required for the event and it fits within the section you're in Mm -hmm. remember a dmr isn't an assault rifle it's hard to remember that sometimes yeah definitely um he also says, I think of myself as very much a sniper support, ready to put down quicker rounds if a sniper comes under persistent fire. You, as a DMR, can lay down more rounds in the support of the number one. Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, so, you'd, have that, says, oh, so you'd have that. So you'd have a DMR and a sniper as a two man mm. recce recon team. Yeah, I like that. That works well. It's a good tactic, actually. Yeah. Uh, Pegasus says, DMR at Milsim is hit and miss. Check the rules of the event. Sterling have the same FPS for DMR and assault rifles, so there's actually no advantage. Oh, I didn't know that. I suppose it's one of those things that, because I don't have one, I just kind of... Yep, no, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't run mine much, to be fair. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, a lot of the guys that we play with who run the DMRs or the sniper role, in all honesty, have a lot more experience. So I guess I kind of always opt for going within my comfort zone. Mm. Um, I don't like change. Um, (laughs) So I I tend to opt for more like a rifleman or a support role um, just because I I, I guess I'm more comfortable with that. Um, Plus, you don't have to aim. Exactly. Well, you have to aim a little bit, just vaguely in that direction and then just walk in. Accuracy through volume is my... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ratty says what's the difference between a DMR and a sniper rifle so the difference kind of comes down to it it depends on the event but for the most part sniper rifles being bolt action um, I think you can go up to is it 500 FPS 500 at a lot of places on point twos Um, I mean the DMRs they generally tend to be maybe 450 uh, on point twos and they tend to be an assault rifle platform yeah, that's locked into semi. So you, you could technically do it with an AK. Most people do it with an M4 or f- a variant of any description. I've seen yeah. a couple of AKs, um, whereas uh, a sniper is literally a single tube bolt action, normally color- covered in leaves. <laughs> yeah, I mean the... I think that the key premise is that obviously the bolt action requires you to physically move the bolt backwards and forwards. I know that can be quite a, a quick manoeuvre, but it's not just pulling the trigger repeatedly, which is obviously mm. what the, the DMR can provide you. Um, so, <laughs> James C says, I reckon, I, I recon, you should change your mind. It's a fucking recce. <laughs> I can't help it. But it depends. It depends if you're if you're if you're say for example you are doing a US kit, then you would use recce or recon. recon. 
Recon. You use Recon. <laughs> now I'm getting confused. Yeah. Um, so. Can... Yeah. So yeah. if you're wearing it, if you're wearing an English flag on your kit, you can use uh, Recon and Canteen. And if you're wearing an American flag on your kit, then you, you can, can use. Um. I don't know. I've lost it now. Canteen's American, track. Andy. Canteen's American. <laughs> Fuck's sake, I've lost it. Kenny oh. Rebel says, does uh, <laughs> sniper rifle, uh, does snipers number two usually have an assault rifle to provide close, close protection? Close, close, close. protest. Yeah. Protection. Yeah, close, yeah, protection, close protection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would suggest that, you know, if, if you've got, um, it depends, depends on the team. Um, I mean, within obviously the the actual army, I can't speak for that. I mean, Lance, I know is a lot more clued up on actual sniper army tactics. Um, from from the perspective of airsoft, you're probably going to find that you know you've obviously got your secondary, which is most likely, I think, going to be an MK23 pistol. Yeah. Um, just because they're quiet, you know, you've got that. But yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I actually did. Oh, who was it? There was one of the snipers that we met Andy on the Saturday night. Oh, uh, what Chris. one of the Empire's lot? Yeah. Uh, let me just do it because uh, it was quite interesting. I was I was sort of um, talking to him about what kit he wore. Uh, he actually sometimes takes out sort of a, a rifle and wears um, proper sort of skid lid and stuff, um, which I thought was quite interesting. I, I'd not come across that from a sort of a, a, a sniping perspective. You know, it's sort of still going lone mm. wolf and obviously. Um, bedding down but I, th- I thought that was quite interesting um, I can't find him there was that the lad that was talking about docking and Alaskan rhymes no that was and... someone else <laughs> that, was a, oh, that was a whole different conversation <laughs> yeah. uh, Ed what did he run uh, he, well, he was the one sitting two two seats down from me um, Kenny you might be able to help if, if you're there um, Edward said um, oh no oh, I can't remember his name I think it was Chris it was the one not sitting next to you. It was the one sitting in between Yeah. Ed and the bloke sitting next to you. Yeah, Chris. Uh, uh, his uh, Instagram is <coughs> at waveslider underscore trail rider. Um, so if anyone can tell me what Chris specifically uses. But he, he kind of goes for the uh, Cobra Hood kind of approach, the, the Viper Hood, whatever mm. hood he uses. Um Oh, Empire, I can't remember where he was. He was drunk as a skunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought that was quite interesting. So he's, he's sort of gone with uh, less of a sort of proper sniping loadout in that particular instance and, and more with a um, an M4 style. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, Punish one, Lance says, sniper pair, real world, would be the sniper would have his long plus assault rifle and the spotter or number two would have his DMR or in the British Army, an L129A SSW. Hmm. So. But in Airsoft, the best combination is a sniper and a LMG gunner. Yeah. Because it's, it's, just, it's just rude. It's just, it's just a rude There's nothing <laughs> rude better combo. than when you can properly surprise someone with an LMG. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ed says you were in the sniper's lair at that camp before. Uh, honestly, we... we um, we're I've never been so to... hot in my life either. It was so warm. They had a proper full like cast iron chimney there. Um, and 
uh, Ed had invited us over sort of uh, earlier on, so we kind of wandered over and sort of met a few people we hadn't met before. And honestly, they're all snipers. Like, they all just absolutely love dressing up as a bush in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so there's be... a brilliant photo on Empire's um, Instagram, oh, yeah. um, which is just Kenny sitting in the middle of a load of people <laughs> dressing ghillie suits. And I think it was someone called Sophia something that said, boy, that guy likes horticulture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Proper loved it. It was great. <laughs> But yeah, so, I learned I learned a lot sitting around that roasting mm. inferno that they called a chimney. I literally I walked over like our camp we, we were freezing cold. We walked over wearing like jumpers and everything. Sat next to that in ten minutes. I'm in t-shirts and I'm rolling up my trousers because I'm <laughs> absolutely yeah. sweating my ass off. Yeah, that's cool. I think if you're ever at an event and you get an opportunity to go and meet people that you've not met before, go and do it because you definitely learn stuff. Mm. You know. At the very least, you might make a new friend. Um, I learned a whole lot of stuff about... Um, there was one guy just going on about cottaging for quite a while. Um, <laughs> oh, which I, yeah. I learned a lot of things I probably don't really want to know about. We'll, we'll never need to know again. No, unless it's some really <laughs> random pub quiz question. Yeah. Um, anyway, in, should we bring it back on track? Which, which um, direction do you rim in was one, wasn't it? Is, is counterclockwise or clockwise one of the conversations? <laughs> James Wilkins says, any riffs that you'd want a company to release? Yeah, I want the new uh, US Army support weapons come out. I've forgotten what they've called it. The M249 I think they've called it. The new one. The plastic looking one. Because they're getting rid of the uh, saw, aren't they? Mm. Uh, I can't, honestly can't remember what they've called it. Uh, it is the XM250 automatic rifle. Yeah, I want one of them. It's one, one up one. from the M249. Yeah, I, was I can't wait for the I can't wait for the M251. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want one. Um, I can't really think of one. To be fair, the only thing I could think of that isn't an actual product yet. But I would love to see something, and we have discussed this briefly before. I'd love to see some sort of better weapons platform for taking out vehicles. So, for example, like a law launcher, but instead of it necessarily firing like a, a full pyrotechnic at something, maybe I, I don't know, maybe something with a, a laser or something like that um, that you have to like hold on target for a certain amount of time. Or I think I just think it would be a cool way to actually, in our, like in in visage an anti-vehicle team so rather than just oh i've just lobbed a mark five at the truck so it's out of action or you know i've i've i mean shots on um drivers and things like that would be cool but mm. um I, I don't know something something like that i think would be quite cool yes terry it's made by sig so i'm hoping hoping someone will make it because I, I don't know who's got the current sig patent pegasus will know we should read it I should be fired. We'll just get Pegasus on. He knows more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're the LMG guy. Yeah. Like, I just have my lightweight stoner that I run around with, so uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. All, all your guns are so light. Yeah. They're like little feathers. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, Paul as well says, like the SA-80, I also remember the only M249 being the one with the bellow system. Hmm. So yeah, M two four nine was yeah. My bad, everyone. Ooh. It was me being a 
Rage says, I'm sure there is talk of TM bringing out an MX MCX NGRS. That'd be cool. Yeah. For probably £900. Yeah. That'd <laughs> yeah. be cool. Yeah, because TM um, have just gone, right, if it's not four figures, we're not going to release it. Mm. <laughs> uh, VFC currently do, so James says, VFC currently do all the SIG products, hence this shit. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. just rip out all the internals, to be honest. And just put an A and K system in there. <laughs> this will work. Yeah. Uh, Terry says a decent SLR. Um, Paul as oh, well someone... says it's. Sorry. Terry's also said uh, uh, a GPMG. I'm pretty sure someone did do one. Ah. But it's like, I'm pretty sure someone did. Honestly, I, I swear to God, I'm drunk this evening. My mind just doesn't work. Not honestly. <laughs> um, that's because you're tired after the weekend. All that cucumber. Um, yeah, all that sleeping <laughs> during Saturday. Paulus Wales says it's not like the old days. I remember there were loads of guns that hadn't made it to airsoft, or at least decent ones hadn't made it, uh, hadn't yet made it. So, yeah, I think I think most Bren gun would be. Ah, tell you what, I'd love an airsoft Lewis gun. Oh. I've got some. I've got a weird affinity for Lewis guns. I just think they're cool. I did a, a World War One play uh, years ago, uh, and I agreed with the director if I could make a relatively realistic-looking Lewis gun prop, then I could carry it on stage. Um, so I did, and it's wicked, and it now sits in my lounge. Um, <laughs> I just don't really know where else to do it, but I'm very proud of it. Um, but I'd love to see like a proper proper Lewis gun setup. That'd be cool. Yeah, or fifty cal. Fifty cal could be quite fun. Mm. Shooting out tennis balls. <laughs> Fresh me says a Vickers, yeah. Um, I'll um, I'll put a picture of the Lewis gun up. I think there is one on my Instagram if anyone's interested. Um, but I'll put one on the Nofo Nofo Instagram as well. Um, we actually had another question in. I'm just going to jump into. Uh, what's your top five movies that get you in the mood for a Milsim event? Shaving Private Ryan. I mean, <laughs> just watch porn. Yeah, just watch porn. <laughs> Nothing better than prepping for a meal sim, watching yeah. watching porn. Because you don't really get to see much porn while you're there, <laughs> so <laughs> get it all in before. Um, I don't know. I don't. I I tend mine would be Seal Team on uh, Paramount Plus now. I tend mm. to watch a couple of episodes of that. Gets me, gets me juices flowing. I don't know. I tend to, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I, I must profess. I don't generally tend to sit and watch a load of films before going to an event um, to get myself revved up. Um, I so for some of like the the historical ones that we did, like the Falklands, I've I've watched um, sort of bits of footage and stuff like that, and sort of tried to get a little bit more into the. Um, the background of that event. Mm. Um, Black Hawk Down's good, James Wilkins says. Yeah. Um, it also depends on the event. Like the last Defiant event that we did, I um, I sat. And oh, Sicaro. That to be Sicaro's. fair, I did watch. I did watch yeah, Sicaro at one and two. Or Sicario, sorry, not Sicario. Sicario. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I literally watched one and two, mm. and then like before the reenactments, like uh, reenactment events, I'd either watch Band of Brothers or. Um, saving Private Ryan. Yep. 
So it does depend on what the event is. A skirmish, mm. I just I just drive I just drive there listening to drum and bass up until I get up to the door and then I start putting heavy rock on and no one comes near you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it works quite well. Um Skirmish days I think it would have to be if I mean I don't do this, but it would probably have to be um what's the Mel Gibson one where they're in Vietnam? We were soldiers. And we were soldiers. Just just because of the amount of children just running around like yeah. chaos. <laughs> mine, mine would be um, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. At a skirmish day. <laughs> uh, Ratty says Aliens. Kieran's Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Ray just randomly jacket. watches Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> uh, Kenny says if it's an 80s based game, Who Dares Wins or Wild Geese. Yeah, um, well, I love Wild Geese. That's a cracking film. Or you can always watch Hot Shots. You ever watch Hot Shots with yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen? Yeah, where he, the um, I think it's Hot Shots Two, where he does the the one where he's he's Rambo and he's got the knife that does all the stupid things. <laughs> yeah. um, Pegasus says Zero Dark Thirty, Paulus Wales Ultimate Force Series One or Two. Um, Empire says No one, no man wants to know about your juices. Um, Fresh everyone, Week just watches midget porn for some <laughs> midget reason. Porn. <laughs> Um, Danny watches 13 hours so that's yeah, cool I like it it's good good shouts in there um, uh, right next question I'm conscious of the time we'll try and get a few more in before we call it a day Yeah. if you could only choose one loadout to use what would it be and why oh well for me obviously it'd be the LMG um, kit wise while you're thinking, I agree on the LMG front. I I think that's a generally. Uh, I, I just like that role. Yeah. Um, after this weekend, I'm I'm definitely looking at getting a chest rig set up because I got way too hot in my yeah. uh, plate carrier. I'll send you the link to the one that I've got. It's lush. Okay. It's proper. We'll anti- have a chat later. Yeah, it's a proper <laughs> anti-sweat one as well. Cool. Um. Yeah, kit wise, I I'm quite a big fan of digital camo. After running at a couple of uh, events and seeing actually how good it is up close, I'm a big fan of AOR two in the summer and Marpat in the winter in like autumn winter times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Plate carriers and chest rigs and stuff is all dependent on the scenario, I think. I'm definitely more of a plate carrier person. If you can only pick one, what would you pick? The plate carrier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm I would more agree. more comfortable in a plate carrier. But then again, if it's 36 degrees outside, I'm not going to go, oh, yes, I'm going to sweat and die in my plate carrier. when I can No, but if it. you had one to choose for the year, I would argue that the UK weather is probably more cold than it is hot. Um, so I would definitely pick a plate carrier from that yeah. perspective. My, mine would be plate carrier just because I like the more real estate side of it. Yep. Uh, I'd probably go with a, a woodland camo, so either DPM or US. Mm. Um, again, just because you know I, I don't have a problem with MTP or multicam or whatever, but I just have an affinity for that sort of classic woodland look. Um, so, yeah. 
Anyway, I'm moving on from that. If you could do mm. any loadout, what would your what would your loadout say, be? I was going to say stormtrooper, but yeah. that might upset Kieran again. <laughs> 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 we were, um, we saw a stormtrooper at NAE, and um, I pointed out it was a stormtrooper. And Kieran knows a lot about stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, point more than what I, I knew. <laughs> I didn't know that there were different types of stormtrooper uniform and stuff like that and kieran could spot it depending on the certain panels and things like that i was like oh okay cool i really yeah. enjoy star wars yeah oh, star trek star, star trek. trek i really enjoy star trek. star trek oh yeah i um, i i'd quite like to do a um i'd probably do a full-on vietnam yeah it, it, tunnel rat would be quite a good one or just like mm. a uh an m60 loadout I think it could be quite cool. Would yeah, I think I'd probably go for it. something historical as well. I think probably I would go with a Vietnam one because I guess it's just that little bit further back. I mean, I, I would be sort of Vietnam or Falklands, I guess, hmm. um, from that from that perspective. Um, but I think the Vietnam one would be cool. I mean, World War Two would be cool, um, but I think for me it would, yeah, Vietnam. Yeah. So... Yeah, Kieran says I think you know what mine is: Rody bush stroke trousers jacket pattern sixty nine webbing. That looks that looks spot on. That dude. Oh, yes. Like that. Why did I not think Starship Troopers load out? That'd be brilliant. Would you like oh. to know more? <laughs> and their gun as well. That would be a gun that I'd like to see. Come yeah. Out. Just this oversized shotgun <laughs> machine gun thing that does fuck all <laughs> against the giant bug. <laughs> Uh, Terry says what from World War 2 I'd probably go US US paratrooper no go infantry why infantry Chips. kit's cheaper <laughs> no but I'm, I'm suggesting if you could build any loadout I'm assuming we're getting yeah. this for free um, oh yeah you get yeah. it all for free yeah there you go red coat <laughs> oh red coats would be cool yeah red coats would be cool yeah. I'd probably go um, no sharp. Good for go sharp. Sharp's oh, rifles. Yeah, sharp's rifles. Because at least it's green. You've got you've <laughs> yeah. got at least a slight hope that you just don't get shot for no reason. But you're um, but if you're in a red coat anyway, you you'd all be lining up. I'd love to see that. I'd love to. Yes, see. but at least but sharp. All the TV series of sharp. I'm pretty certain they never properly did lots of like lining up in front of each other. I think a lot of the sharp stuff was all like guerrilla tactics and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, we'll do the last few questions. Kane Lister says, where do you guys normally play? Um, oh, well, Rift would be my one. Uh, Rift Airsoft, mainly because I marshal there as well. Uh, and it's my local site or sites. Um, but other than that, if I'm doing a Milsim, I'll travel wherever. But Rift Airsoft would be my um, go-to skirmish site. Mm. I see. I don't generally tend to skirmish. Well, I, I used to go to Bush Valley quite a lot, but then the site shut down. Um, so I would probably say my regular skirmish site, but I very regularly go, would be probably Ambush. Uh, not Ambush. Uh, Apocalypse Apoc. Airsoft. Yeah. Uh, in up near um, Sittingbourne. Um, I used to go to Ambush Adventures quite a lot in Aldershot. Um, used to drive all the way up there to go on a Sunday, which was a long old day. Um, used to quite like that. But 
I mean, it's the same as Andy, really. You tend to do more um, Milsim event type things. So just you go where that event is. Um, so, cool. Um, I think that's it. I don't think I've got any more questions lined up. There's oh. a couple of comments that have come in. I do just want right. to uh, put these in there. So Danny asks if NAE was like AI 500. It was not. I would argue that... Uh, on balance, NAE is probably better than AI500 um, for a few reasons. Uh, I felt the organisation felt better. Um, it felt more like you were at uh, a national event. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stalls yeah. there, weren't there? Hmm. So... Um, Kenny says, I like, this is going back to the gas blowback event. I like the gameplay style of having limited mags makes you pick your shots more. Yeah. Um, Rage says, because shooting at rounds at 40 rounds per second just makes a bit of a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Just to piss people off or hurt them, which I completely agree with. Yeah. Um, Especially, uh, if you've seen the video with the guy that's running around the CQB kill house, that it's meant to be semi-auto, but he's running around, it's almost firing faster than probably most people's AEGs on full auto. Um, oh yeah, the screamy one. Yeah, and someone's goes, like, oh, yeah, it's okay, single, bye. single only. No, it is. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, um, and then he does the full auto, and it just basically cuts yeah. the crew down. Um, Kenny says, "Was there hedge P? Was there hedge P in Bush Valley? There were lots of hedges. I don't know what that means. Okay. Sorry, Kenny. Yeah, that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> um." Oh, an MP. Yes, Pegasus yeah. says an MP would an, be fun. M- yeah, just walking around. No, you can't do that. Maybe <laughs> that's what they should do marshals as. The one that I did want to just comment on was um, Rage's. Uh, somebody had mentioned about Tropic Thunder and Rage says, I'm just a dude dressed as a dude playing another dude, which is definitely yeah. a Milsim roleplay event. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hands down, that that that's very appropriate. Um Cool, right, so we'll probably call it a day. Um, do you want to introduce yeah, next week's episode? Have we got that sorted uh, out yet? No, not yet, we haven't sorted out. Okay, we, we, we potentially have, have a guest. On. We potentially have a guest next week. Uh, we just need to confirm they are attending before we release it, so it yeah. should be a good one. Uh, please don't forget, obviously, the 100th episode raffle. Uh, full details on the website. We've also got the Build Your Own Plate Carrier Competition. Uh, that'll be for the 100th episode as well. We are currently on episode 92, so it's only eight weeks away. Um, we might have to slightly mix it up because we're not sure exactly what day we're going to be doing it on yet. Um, but it'll be sort of around that yeah. time. Um, yeah, we're not I think even that's sure everything. where we're doing it yet. No, <laughs> we got to work that one out. <laughs> we got to work that oh, one out. Oh, no, no, I think as we our... have a venue. I think we have a venue sorted. Um, the pub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So cool! I think that's everything. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, I'm hoping Lance will be back uh, next next week. Um, so yeah, he might be... not unless we've upset him. We might upset him. Although I don't think we'll upset him. It takes no. a lot to upset Lance. Uh, Let's just cuddle. quickly says what prizes did you give out at the weekend? Um, so at the weekend we gave out uh, we had a hunt me competition because I was the only. Oh, yes. One from us that was there um, <laughs> out on the basically. field. Basically, so um, it turns out that this one guy that won it actually had screenshotted 
the photo that we put out on Instagram and was actively hunting me down. Yeah. Um, and then it was only by pure coincidence I walked past the guy and he grabbed me and went, are you, are you this guy? And I was like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so we very, very kindly, um, I say we very kindly, Dale um, had very kindly yeah. donated us a pump action shotgun um, from the Reaper boys, which is, you know, it was, it was massively appreciated. Um, so we, we put that together with some stickers some lollies and some other bits and pieces. And we, we, uh, I would say quite proudly. It was, it was nice. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was nice good. to find someone that we felt was actually wanting that, that prize and sort of was deserving of that prize. Yeah. So that was quite cool. And if anyone um, can, feels like giving him a follow, he's only got four or five followers, I think. Oh now. yeah. Let's, let's get so, loads of people to follow him. Go on guys. Uh, so the winner, the winner of our, uh, hunter raffle, a uh, hunter game. Um, very sound lad. Been playing for what was he? Did what he say? Three years. Something Two, like three, three years. years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Absolutely sound lad. So and he's only got what two pictures? One picture. Something like that. So oh. he's Charlie Charlie Robinson, twenty twenty eight. Yeah. C H R C H A R L I R E. I can't spell. I'm just yeah. gonna write. On but there's screen. a there's a link on our um there's a link on our on the post as well so let's see if we can get the lads some follows and see if we can yeah that'd be cool we'll just randomly start over. following this yeah. <laughs> see if we can't pull him over to the Milsim side of things there you go it's, it's information on Charlie Robinson 2028 on screen now go give him a follow lovely guy absolutely lovely guy yeah So. and to be fair you've got to give him a prize for hunting him round <laughs> basically ever since ever from the Friday night onwards wasn't he you basically mm. screenshotted it and was Hunting him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going for it. Sorry, um, Ed has just messaged me a photo of him wearing his t-shirt as well. So uh, we're, all, hey. we're all proudly proudly <laughs> advertising our, our um, Empire Soft t-shirts. And thanks again, Kenny, for those. I really appreciate yeah. it. I do like a t-shirt. Um, the last thing I just wanted to mention, uh, just a reminder, um, obviously the um, Red Tide Defiant Events uh, is coming up. I'm just trying to very quickly find... The message that had the dates on it uh, is October. Oh, it's on the. Yeah, I've lost it. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> definitely go check out Defiant Events. Um, also, ah, Red Tide Two is the twenty second and twenty third of October. Um, if you do and get to go, image. hopefully, hopefully we might get to bump into each other. That'd be cool. Um. Yeah, cool. Right. Awesome. Thanks, Rage. October 21st, 23rd. Yes. Yeah, because I think you can stay the night before as well. I don't think it's not a game. I think it's just like a re uh, relax. But, um, yes, but uh, going back to the 100th episode, raffle, please donate to the RBLI. It'll be really, really cool to try and raise. Uh, I think we set the target at 100 uh, 500. We are currently at 270, I believe. So it'll be really, no. really cool well if done, we can guys, yeah. meet that 500. Um, target, but a massive appreciation to all those that have donated so far. Um, right, cool. Yeah. I think that's everything. Definitely. I think we've had a good evening. Yeah, oh. I have. It's been lovely. Yeah, right. contact Second us on early. that. <laughs> yeah, contact us on these as well. Yeah. And the, you're going to do just the, yeah, no phone. Yeah. Spill. You can email us at novemberfoxtrot.com. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram is at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. And our website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. We'll be back next week, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday.
for um, a lot Something. more random rubbish that we yeah. like to talk about. And yeah, and the sure. stripper pole is not coming out just yet. Not yet. Not yet. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my only stripper pole at the moment. Right, say goodbye, Andy. Bye, Andy. See you later. See you later. Stay nofo.